Hello, everyone, and happy Sunday to you. Welcome once again to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the pastor of this podcast, and I just want to say thank you for joining me on today. Well, on today, I want to follow up with with what I talked about to you on Wednesday. Opportunity. Yes, opportunity. I want to follow up on that message with a message about opportunity. You see, opportunity, I said on Wednesday, comes in the form of an application that you have to have a relationship with in order for opportunity to find you. Well, you know, opportunity works in so many other ways. And what I mean by that is take the word of God, for example. If not for this podcast, how would the word of God go out to some people? Because some people don't have the opportunity to go to church, even though they may have the transportation or they may have the means or the necessities. They don't go simply because some don't believe or some choose not to go to a building to hear the word of God. Well, that is why the traveling pulpit exists so that you can take God's word with you while you're on the go. You see, I don't want to ever miss an opportunity to speak to you about the goodness of the Lord thereof. You see, sometimes each week, it is hard to uh, have life outside of doing ministry. But when you're in ministry, that is your life. That is your opportunity. And you have to take advantage of that of that opportunity while you have it. So that's why each week, every Sunday and Wednesday, I do messages here on this podcast. Yes, it gets boring. Yes, it gets time consuming. Yes, I do get discouraged because sometimes I feel like no one is getting it or no one is hearing it. But in saying all of that, that is my opportunity to share God's word with you. And that is where I will not fail upon. You see, I have the opportunity to reach out to someone who doesn't know the Lord, someone who may not have a relationship with him and someone who is questioning his very existence. You see, that is my opportunity right there. And if I miss it by by feeling that 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 someone is not listening or or the right people aren't listening, then I miss out on the actual person who needs to hear it. You, excuse me. This podcast is not a popularity contest. God, uh, Jesus reminds us that in the word of God, it says that if the world hated you, remember it hate hated me first, which means there is no popularity in the word of God. So I'm not doing this to try to gain popularity in the world. I'm not doing this to get a whole bunch of money to, so I can live a lavish lifestyle and take multiple vacations uh, every month or every year or however it, it, you know, um, people who do this in ministry, how they conduct their lives. We have just heard from a prosperity gospel preacher uh, by the name of Benny Hinn renounce and reject the messages that he once taught on prosperity. You see, that is his opportunity. Why? Because even he knows that the day of the Lord is at hand and we cannot miss the opportunity to share God's word with those who are in need of it. 
And that is why I will not stop this podcast. That's why I will not stop what the Lord has started in me. I will continue with this podcast and in total on on this particular uh, podcast site, which I've said before in the past, I'm looking to change on this particular podcast site. I am up to well, not I am up to, but the message of collective messages since April is up to 232 total plays. So that means 232 people if not less or more, have heard the message of the traveling pulpit one time because I am only talking to that one person who truly needs the Lord. Excuse me. Excuse me. Who truly is looking to build a relationship with Christ. That is who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the one who is struggling on the fence, who does not know which way to go, who does not know uh, whom in in which they will serve the Lord, who is the host of heaven or the world in which it indulges of itself. And we know who the the, the ruler and, and the, the power of the world there is of. We know this because the word has told us this, but I want to briefly share with you an opportunity that Jesus had to share the gospel of, of, of God to a woman at the well. If you would go with me to John chapter eight and let's key in on, let's see what scripture do we want to go in? Let's go in on verse three, chapter eight of John, uh, verse three. Let's start there. The scribes and Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in, in adultery and placing her in the midst. They said to him, teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law of Moses command us to stone each woman. So what do you say? They said this to test him, that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus, being all-knowing and knowing the reason they brought this woman to him, he bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. Now, the Bible does not say what he wrote, so I am not liberty to add into what the Bible did not say he wrote because Jesus wrote on the ground and it is recorded that he wrote on the ground, but it is not recorded what was written on the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and he, uh, he stood up and said to them, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. I'm going to stop right there because that there was an opportunity. That there is a crossroad that an opportunity puts us in front of. He said, Jesus said, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. It goes on to say, and at once more he bent down. Oh, I'm sorry. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, They went away one by one, beginning from the older ones to the younger ones. And Jesus was left alone with her, standing before her. Jesus stood up and said to her, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? 
She said, no, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go, go and, and from now on, sin no more. Now, that is an opportunity for all parties involved. Because they brought her with malicious intent, thinking that he would do as the as the law of Moses or the law of man was concerned. But Jesus did not come to this world to fulfill the law of man, but but the purpose of his father who is in heaven. He absorbed the law of man by taking it all into his body on the cross, leaving to us two um, uh, commandments. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all your mind and all your soul and love your neighbor as yourself. He took up the other 300 plus commandments and put them with him on the cross and left us with only two. Now we have an opportunity to live up to those two, but do some of us actually do that? I'm not excluding myself. If I'm guilty, I'm guilty. And I'm going to tell you I'm guilty, but I'm just wanting to know who among you are, are even giving an attempt to live by those two commandments who among you and who am I speaking to that is at least trying. I'm not asking you to, you know, to puff yourself up with pride because God knows who you are. But I'm saying that this right here, John chapter eight is an opportunity to either put the rock down, put the stone down and turn to the Lord who wants to supply your needs, who wants to give you the greater good that, that is, that is the purpose for your life. Or you can throw a stone. And there are people in 2019 that have been throwing stones since they can remember. And I say that because there are people in this society right now who are throwing stones and, and believing in themselves that they are right in doing so. But when the woman found none that accused her, because we are all sinners Romans 3.23 reminds us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We are all sinners and we all share in the opportunity to know Christ together. But I believe that the Lord has given me the opportunity to start this podcast that I might reach one, that I might teach one, and that one might be saved through this podcast because of his word. That is why I do what I do. That is why this will not stop. And that is why no matter how hard it gets going forth, I will continue to, to, to deliver weekly messages on this podcast because it is an opportunity to share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ with you. It is called the gospel and it is good news. And, and I hope and I pray that I do have the opportunity that someone who is struggling, someone who does not believe and someone who is strong in their faith might hear this and become stronger, will make a decision and will turn away from the non-belief into being a believer, not by my words, but by my opportunity to share the word of Christ with you. That is why I'm doing what I'm doing. The second part 
of this message that 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 I want to finish up with because you know Wednesday was it was a work day and and I wanted to just deliver a quick message of uh, reach re refuel and recharge uh, to you because I knew that that I didn't have time to go all in like I would like to but the second part of this message that I just want to share with you and and the opportunity is the opportunity to defend the word. You see, we are so quick to yell that we are for Christ, so quick to stick out our chest because of the cross of Christ. But then when they turn the power off or when they shut our bank accounts down or when they threaten us with legal action, how we are so quickly to tuck tail and run. But I want to deliver this to you so that you might have the opportunity to stand no matter what they do to you in this world, no matter what they do to me in this world, no matter what they do to us as believers in this world. I want you to have the opportunity to stand on the principles of God where it says in first Peter three and 13, he says, Peter says, now this is. Now, who is there to harm you if you're if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ as honor Christ, the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. Peter is telling us here is an opportunity for you and I to defend the very word we say we believe because we are going to be challenged for it because we are we are coming upon darker days we are coming upon a shorter a uh, 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 shorter attention spans and shorter um um you know people with short fuses they get upset really easily we're coming we're we're already in those days so with those with with those short fuses, with those short attention spans, we have to be able to deliver something to them in that per in that short period of time. And that is to defend yourself with God's word. If you say you are a believer, defend the reasons why you are a believer, because Christ died for you and Christ died for the person that is trying to slander you. Christ died for the world. He died for the world. He died for the world and he died for the people in the world that some might be saved. Now, it's the absolute truth. And I'm going to tell it to you. If another pastor doesn't tell it to you, I'm going to tell it to you. Not all of us going to be saved. And I say us because even me, if I'm if I'm foolish enough, which, I, you know, I pray that I continue on this road that I'm on with the Lord. But Hebrews, the book of Hebrews reminds us that that you can you can fall away. You can fall away. In fact, Jude tells us that men have crept in the great the great apostasy 
where, where men have come in and made some change their belief. They, they, there are people who do not defend what, 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 what they believe any longer, but they have allowed men who have, who have been in the church to deliver to them what the serpent delivered to the woman. Jude tells us to be aware, to always fight for the truth. Peter is telling us right here to always be prepared to make a defense. I'm telling you this today so that you will have an opportunity to know the truth for yourself because the truth is what will make you free. It won't, it, 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 it will not only set you free, it will make you free because the truth changes you. If you are the setting your ways, uh, 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 this, this, this type of person or that type of person, when you are given the truth and you receive the truth, you change from that person to the person that you are meant to be the person that Christ has, has planned for you to be. And then you go on and you become a disciple of Christ so that the truth has changed you from what you once was to who you are now. That is what the truth does. But I, but really quick, let, let, let me share a little bit of Jude with you and, and then I'm done. Then I'm done. Let me find it. Jude 3. You can, you can find Jude. Jude is the last book before Revelation. It is, it is after 3 John. Uh, John, I believe, is the brother of Jesus, but Jude is also the brother of Jesus. Some say half brother because Jesus was was um was uh, created through through Mary by the Holy Spirit but Joseph was father to Mary's children so so Jude is one of the children fathered by Joseph through Mary and Jude says in verse 3 beloved although i was very eager to write to you about our common salvation i found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain people have crept in unnoticed who long ago were designated for this condemnation. Ungodly people who pervert the grace of our, of our God into sensuality and deny our only master and Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Jude has taken the opportunity to deliver to you the opportunity of awareness so that you may be aware that 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 certain people, certain men, certain women, certain people have crept into the church unnoticed. And what they have done, they 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 have they have designated themselves a part of the congregation, but they are not uh, um, uh, in with the congregation. So they are going in opposition to where the church is supposed to be headed. In other words, Satan gave Eve, did God not say an extra word? to what God had already said. And because Eve was not aware, she fell for the trick. So, so that is why Jude is, is telling us, he's warning us that we are to be aware that ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our master and Lord Jesus Christ, there are people who are like that. And I want to give you this final warning 
<clears throat> excuse me, you know, the truth, as I said before, it makes you free. The way you can tell if someone is not of the truth is because Satan can tell you the truth, but he cannot live the truth. If you find yourself in that situation with someone who is who is telling you the truth, but they can't live it in front of you, they are an apostate. And I will tell them to their face that they are an apostate, because even though we all sin, we all strive for greatness in Christ and Christ recognizes that. And we recognize that in one another. I will say, try the spirit by the spirit. If it does not resonate within your spirit, that a person that you are involved with or talking to does not appear to be who they say they are. They are an apostate. If you are in Bible study and someone challenges the word for what it actually says compared to what they are saying from their mouth, there's a difference between saying uh, from the mouth and, and, and seeing what is written. They are an apostate simply because we have turned our eyes from the written to to what the what the world is now a showmanship. It is better to read the word of God than it is to let someone tell you what the word of God says. So you have the opportunity for yourself. And now that the opportunity has been given to you, I want to I want to I want to extend to you. The opportunity to get into a Bible believing, Bible teaching church because the Word of God is a life changing, life sustaining presence in this world. Jesus himself said upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And remember that if they can tell you the truth, but cannot live the truth, they are an apostate. Family, I want to thank you. I want to just, um, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to come share with you the word of God on a weekly basis. If you are listening to this episode, remember, you can always reach me, the traveling pulpit at gmail.com. Reach out. I'll reach back. I look forward to uh, sharing with you this Wednesday, a new message. And I've been going through um, years and years and years of this one message that I hope to deliver to you real soon. It's a very special message that I, I believe that you will like. Uh, it comes from it comes from a movie uh, made in 1979. But I'll just I'll, I'll tell you that uh, I'll, just, I'll just leave you with that. It comes from a movie uh, that was done in 1979. And um, um it, it it comes as a remake to a movie done in 1938. So I will leave you with that. And I'm hoping that I can get that message done and recorded very, very soon. But until then, I am looking forward to doing this with you again on Wednesday and then again on next Sunday. So uh, let us uh, pray and be done. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread to forgive us, forgive those who trespass against us. As we forget, forgive us of our trespasses, we forgive those who trespass against us. And deliver us from evil, and deliver us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. 
family, I got a little tripped up there, but uh, but thank you so much uh, for this 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 day. I uh, thank the Lord for you, and I thank the Lord for the opportunity to deliver God's word to you. Uh, once again, tell someone about the goodness of the Lord. You have that opportunity to do so, and let's do this again on next Sunday. I love you. Bye now.